and welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Jen. We are here talking about your favorite teen dramas of the yeah. early 2000s. We are on season two, episode seven. seven. Yep. <laughs> I'm seven. like, that's what I have wrote down, but now I'm, now I'm questioning seven. it. Season two, episode seven of One Tree Hill. Uh, Let the Reins Loose. Uh, which is a Get Up Kids song. And I feel like wasn't it in the last episode they made fun of the Get Up Kids? Yes. Or like Chris Keller did? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Peyton's t-shirt. Yes. You're Maybe. Right. Yeah. Or no, he made some crack about her bringing her Get Up Kids lunchbox. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because she just had her emo shirt on. Because she just had her emo shirt on. <laughs> I want a shirt that says emo. <laughs> How do I not own this? <sighs> now that we're in the summer and all I wear is black, and I was like, cool. <laughs> Right? Summer is just so not my aesthetic. <laughs> my fingernails are currently painted black. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can have, like, some bright blues, but, yeah. Yeah. All right, we start with Lucas, and a quote. Yes. Um, and you can tell he's, like, helping get Trick ready to open. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the quote's something about music within you or blah, blah, something, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Lucas was talking, so I wasn't I also didn't actually get it. Something about, like, everyone's got music inside them, and some people live their whole lives or something. I don't even know. Something to that effect. We are summarizing this so well. Off to a excellent start for this episode. (laughs) Unfortunately, you and I both do the same thing when Lucas starts talking, and that is basically tune it out. (laughs) One, because, like... And the worst part is, is that, like, I actually like the quote part. Like, you know, like, they do it on know, criminal, mind, too. criminal Minds, too, right? Like, at the end. It's the thing. But it's just something about, like, Luke is reading it that I'm just like, well. Oh. Yeah. And, and I'm also so often distracted by his face, and he's usually wearing a stupid smile. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then he definitely was here, because he had that, like, Yes, I know. Oh, we're opening trick. Yeah. Um, wait, no. I'm not on the right episode. I thought I found it, but some sort of other quote that he says that also sounds like it would be annoying and we would want to oh here it it is here it is it's oliver wendell holmes Mm -hmm. who said many people die with their music still in them too often it is because they are always getting ready to live before they know it time runs out perhaps we just like blocked that out of our brains because we were like too real (laughs) (laughs) i mean also fair (laughs) If everything I write, if it just stays in my head, then I don't have to worry about it. Mm. But then also, it just stays in my head, and I go right. crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then we cut to, cut to Brooke. Uh, yes, she's coming out of the bathroom, like into her room. She has an ensuite. Um, and Felix is still in her bed, and she's like, why are you still here? <laughs> go away. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all like, oh, I'm fine with being used. He is not. No. But she kicks him out. Yeah, no. It's clearly, he's got feelings. Yeah. Which, like, we already knew. Yeah. He organized an entire dare night just to hang out with her. Yeah. Please. You're not subtle, Felix. No. Then we go over to the record store. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep calling it a record store, even though I'm fairly certain they're mostly just selling CDs. I feel like at this specific one, they do have some records. Amazing. Love but it. it's also just that thing where, like, even when we grew up, 
basically it was kind of more like CD stores, but we still call it a record store. Like Yeah, right? Yeah. We still Sam the record man. Yep. Good old Sam. <laughs> so she comes by, Chris Keller is a dick again. Oh yeah. <laughs> um I didn't also write down the specifics of this conversation because I was like, Chris Keller, you're so annoying. There's something about whatever the they're looking at the album or the poster that he's putting up or something like that. And I meant to rewind to realize what name they said. But they said some sort of a name and he then he was like, oh, like, that's why I got into music because of this guy. You I know, think it was he, Jeff Buckley. Okay, yeah. because And then he was like, you know, because he never sold out. And then Peyton was mm-hmm. all like, oh, then you're going to like die in a river or a lake oh, or something. Oh, yes, that's right. Because she does talk about um, how he died. Yeah, and then, yeah, so it was just kind of like that whole, like, sellout talk. Um, and then he gave her his writer. The most ridiculous writer. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to I mean, like... probably not the most ridiculous writer, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But some kind of ripe melon. and He just doesn't seem to be, like, an important enough musician to have such a ridiculous writer. No. Like, who do you think you are, pal? You're not Madonna. <laughs> well, like, he still works at a... No matter what, like, you still right. work in a retail environment. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, that happens. We go to the school where we see... Brooke has set up a booth to raise some money for homeless teens, I think she says. Yeah. <laughs> This is not Brooke's most shining moment. Because <laughs> it's very clear, even from the get-go, that she is just raising this money for herself. And honestly, I can't believe that every single person at that school doesn't also realize this. Right? <laughs> Who is giving her money? She had, like, a whole jar. She was shaking it, like... I know! I mean, there was change, but, like, still, like, there was money in there. <sighs> I'm sure she didn't see the jar that much. Yeah. <laughs> So Peyton and Haley are going over this rider together and they come across Brooke and they're like, what are you doing? Peyton's like, I know that picture. It's literally from an ad for cramp medicine. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Get a job if you need money. Well, yeah, because, that, yeah, that's, like, Brooke says. She's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do for, like, money. And both of, like, Peyton and are like, get a job? Yeah. Well, it's so funny, too, because then she's like, I have no skills. I'm like, you're 16. Nobody has skills when they're 16. Like, yeah. That's why everyone, when like, you works getting at the mall. <laughs> yeah. But then she talks, because basically she is trying to get money from people because she needs an outfit for the club opening. Yes. Um. So Haley tells her she's going to teach her how to shop on a budget. Oh man. Um, then we get a scene with Mouth and Felix. Right. And he wants to know if Felix is taking Brooke to the club opening. Yeah. And of course, because they're not actually a thing, they're just yep. friends with benefits. He's like, No, I'm taking Teresa. <laughs> and Mouth is like, What? <laughs> I don't understand what's happening here. Yeah. But either way, mm-hmm. setting that up for later. Yep. Well, and then I just, I don't. So, like, Anna and Lucas are talking. Yeah. 
And she clearly is like, we need to talk. And he's like, oh. right. She's like, like well, no, it's that? just like, you know, being the new kid is already hard. Like, there's so much, you know, going on and this and mm-hmm. that. And then he's like, man, like, does everyone just really like, or like, do all the girls really just like hate me or whatever? And she's like, no, no, no. Like, I just want, how does she put it? I can't remember. Like, you know, like, we should just kind of like slow down, like mm-hmm. f- friends with potential. And I was just like, were you guys that much? I know. Getting it forward right. before? Yeah. yeah. Because everything, to me, just kind of felt like it was playing out exactly like that. They were getting right. to know each other. Because that's what she says. Right. Like, let's just get to know each other. It's like, isn't that what you're doing? Yeah, she's like, wants to hang out and, like, see where it goes. I'm like, isn't that what you were doing? Yeah, like, there had been no, like, label conversation. No. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um, Haley and Nathan show up. Mm-hmm. Haley is super nervous about her musical debut. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, and then that's when um, Anna and Peyton meet each other. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so Peyton's like, um, words. She's giving out flyers at <laughs> yes. school. Oh my god. Peyton is passing out flyers, and she gives them to Anna. And then Anna, um, I guess, however, the style that it was drawn yes. is, was reminiscent of this comic book artist. So she's like, oh, are you a fan of, I couldn't remember, can't remember the name. I can't remember either. Um, and it wasn't something like John Smith. It was slightly, you know, different than, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh, like, well, comic books, whatever. So they ended up talking, being like, oh, like, you're Felix's brother. And she's like, well, you know, only when yeah. I have to be here or whatever. Like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and the, yeah, they get, like, kind of, like, you know, they clearly have shared interests, so they're, like, kind of bonding, and mm-hmm. Peyton's like, okay, let me just give you the rundown here about people in this town. Everyone has a complicated history. <laughs> well, yeah, because I think Anna had even said, like, just alluding to the fact that, like, how everyone is very clicky and, like, set mm-hmm. with their people. Um, but then she, like, looks over to Nathan and Lucas which like Peyton clocks and that's when she's like yeah everyone has complicated history yep. <laughs> um yeah one of those guys is married um anyways yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> then then so Ugh. Dan comes by the cafe to see Karen and he wants to like apologize and he's all like got his sincere voice on and Karen straight up is like, you're creeping everybody out. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny to me. She's like, no one's buying this. I don't know what's happening here, but like, please stop. Yeah. Basically. And I can't remember exactly how he comes around to telling her about Keith and Deb sleeping together. Well, it's because he, how did, I mean, first of all, he got a haircut. Let's just talk. <laughs> um, thank goodness. but yeah like no one's buying the new Dan and then he just he, he immediately I think he just cause she yeah she's like no one's really kind of buying this like new Dan yeah. Phoenix whatever and then he's just like oh hey you know I have I've noticed uh, Keith isn't hanging around here a, a bit you know as much as he used to or something and like you know with 
everything that like happened like i understand or like you know some kind of something like that mm-hmm. and just like fully like feeds it to her out of like oh yeah unprompted it's so manipulative it's literally she was like no one's buying you that you're a good person and then he was immediately an awful person yeah Proving Karen's point. Yep. But anyway, yikes. Um. Ugh. <laughs> Keith calls Jules. Yep. And all I have written down here is that she's the most annoying person ever. So I don't actually remember. She's like sitting on her bed in on. her robe, like painting her nails. Um, you know, like in the middle of her bed with her phone, like you would imagine teenagers would do in like '90s TV shows. <laughs> uh, and then they have this whole back and forth because, like, he's trying to ask her to go to the club opening on Saturday, oh, and she's like, right. "Well, I'll have to like check with like my other boyfriend." And then, like, you know, the Wednesday rule, like you can't make plans for the weekend past Wednesday because it's not enough notice. Blah blah blah, and like, right? It was just really. Gross. You know, it like, was gross. Even, I hate it. even though it was supposed to be joking, I would just be like, oh, we're done now. Right? <laughs> I don't want to date you anymore. Yeah. It's like when, when people get too jokey on dating apps, and I'm like, okay, we're done now. Yeah. Not that I've been on a dating app in like mm, yeah. ages, but still. Yep. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> then we flip over to Peyton and Brooke and I was like, are they at a farmer's market? What is happening? Why are they shopping for fruit? And Peyton's like asking Brooke about how to tell if a melon is ripe, which I'm going to be honest, I don't actually know either because I never buy melons. No one knows. Yeah. No one knows. But yeah, you need to get the melon for <laughs> yeah, Chris Yes, so then I realized yeah. this is for Chris Keller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and... So Brooke, there. I mean, while this is happening, Brooke is telling her about how Felix is getting like too clingy. Like she's like, it's supposed to be no strings attached, and he's getting stringy. Yeah. <laughs> but then, when Peyton's talking to her about the writer and all the rules on it, Brooke's like, oh, mm-hmm. I have an idea. <laughs> so what does Brooke do? Brooke writes her own writer for Felix. Yep. Immediately. She's like, this is the terms of our agreement. Yeah. She's like, you're getting too needy. This is how this is going to be. But yeah, so she takes it over to him right away. He's like polishing his car, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Some sort of excuse for him to be in the driveway without a shirt on. Yeah. Although, it's not like he was washing it, but anyways. (laughs) (laughs) But then he's like, oh, well, you know, whatever. Like, I have a date tonight. And like, because, you know, he was planning to take Teresa to the thing. You mm-hmm. can tell, like, they both don't like it. Like, they're both trying well, to be cool. It's, but, it's like... funny, too, because, like, he says, is that okay? And then she's like, oh, this rule here. Like, you don't get to ask, like, no asking if it's okay to see other people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you can still tell that they're both kind of like, eh, about it. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> These babies don't know what they want. Or they do, but they don't want to admit it. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> oh yes, Nathan comes by the hospital to see Whitey. Yeah, and Whitey's reading some book about like five hundred things to see before you die, and he's yeah. only seen twelve. And I'm like, some of those things are probably stupid. Well, and also like probably semi ridiculous, right? Just in that way of like, 
the fact that he is over the age of 27, you know, you probably can't see like uh, different volcanoes and mountains or like, you know, yeah, probably not really going to ever see Everest. Like, you know, because, yeah, it's probably like stuff like that where you're just like, hmm. Yep. And also, like, if it's not, stuff that's not exciting to you, why would you need to see it? True. Yeah. Very true. It should be 500 things that you want to see. Right. Anyways. Make your own lists, guys. But then, yeah, he just talks about, like, turning down high flyers and yeah. how, like, it's Haley's turn. and he says Haley's turn about, like, because they're so old and they're running out of time to do the things that they care about. Yeah, because, you know, she's already sacrificed so much for his basketball career. Right. Um, I hate this storyline so much. It's just so nonsensical to me. Well, like, the story itself is fine. Okay, fine. You know, he's not going to go to camp so that she can do this. Fine. But this, like, weird, sacrificial, like, ugh. Like, no, what? No. No. But then, of course, Whitey comes in with, like the whiteism and it's just like you know you might be taking one step back in your basketball career but you're taking two steps forward as a man yeah it was a little much for me yeah (laughs) i was like um they're basically still children but okay oh wait people are in love and caring about each other we're out okay but it's not even that it's just like (laughs) And again, I don't know if this is being tainted by the fact that I know precisely how this plays out. Yeah. It could be. Could very well be. But like I mean, I can't remember exactly of, what happens. And it's still this really kind annoying. of sacrificial thing. Whether or not you mean it sincerely in the moment that you are doing it, can eventually breed resentment. Yep. It is a bad idea. Just like, I don't know, figure it out, man. You guys are so young. You have so much time. Go to High Flyers. It's three months for the love of God. Haley could pursue her musical career after that. Like, what is happening here? Well, like, because I feel like we talked about this last time, right? Like, he goes to camp. She stays home and writes music for three months. Right, like, she's not going to be working 24-7. I know she's going to have to be working more. But, like, as somebody who has had a full-time job and still done other stuff or had more than one job like right like it's not impossible well that's just it like we know she's written a few songs but in theory she needs an album worth of songs so like write some more but again why does she have to do it when she's 16 because otherwise we wouldn't have a show well i hate it (laughs) so this is me registering my complaint with this storyline yes moving on Keith comes by the cafe mm. to wish Karen good luck with the club. And I, at first I was like, oh, God, she's going to freak out about yeah. sleeping with Deb thing. But she's actually totally cool. She's like, oh, I just want to make sure you're still coming. And I was like, oh, so we're we're fine here. Yeah. Okay. Sus. Yeah. She's, she's doing a little internalizing. It's fine. Then he wants to tell her that he is, would like to bring a date to this club opening. Well, it's because he's like, oh, like, I have something to tell you. So then you're yeah. like, oh. Which obviously, like, this is not the time or place to tell her. This is in the middle of the cafe over the counter. Right. But yeah, it's just that then he's bringing a date and she's like... But also, like, she also did fully turn him down. So, like, I feel like 
Mm, he doesn't even know her an explanation as far as I'm concerned. No. Like, yeah, again, if anything, okay, more awkward family dynamic. But again, yeah, she very much turned him down. Mm-hmm. So. Anywho. Then <laughs> Andy stops by. Because mm-hmm. he's had some t-shirts made for the yes. club, which is really cute. Um, Karen introduces him to Keith as her professor. But Awkward. also, the best part of this is that Andy is like, I even got a t-shirt for Lucas. And then pulls out <laughs> a t-shirt that is clearly for a child. And you can see Keith is like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and honestly, this bit through the whole episode is hilarious to me yeah <laughs> mostly because i love seeing everyone's reaction yeah when they're just like wait and they're what? like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> anyway karen's being super awkward about this yeah um more to say on that later <laughs> <sighs> oh then we get some good Haley brook time oh yeah Haley's teaching Brooke how to shop for clearance items. <laughs> but Brooke's lightheaded because yes. she donated blood for money. Which, like, here's my question. Is this just, like, a thing in America? Can oh. you sell blood in Canada? I thought it was just a donation thing. I in I, I feel like that's what it is. It's we donate and they sell. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was so confused. I was because like people talk about this in shows, although not necessarily blood, but like other, like I don't know. Can't you sell like your? What else is in your blood? Like not your blood, but like part of your plasma. blood. Plasma. Plasma. Yeah, can't you sell your plasma? Yep. And then you know, gentlemen can sell other things. Well, yes. I mean, yes, you can sell. Um, you sell well, sperm. easier than non-gentlemen can sell things. Um, but yeah, it's usually blood and or sperm that everyone's always like, making a donation to make some money so I can do something. It's like, I feel like you see that a lot too. I'm like, the, I'm not going to lie sitcoms. to you. <laughs> if selling your blood was an option in this country, I might do it. <laughs> well, I know that like, I don't know what their rules are. I mean, aside from like, because of awfulness, like homosexuals. Are not right. allowed. That's but, still a rule. Yeah. Um, which I feel like it might. Is that a rule here too? I can't remember. But I, know I know it like, was for a long time. I don't know if it's still in place. Yeah. But there's even just stuff like if you've had a tattoo in the last 12 months, if you. There's right. a bunch of different that. like things like that where you can't um, do stuff. But yeah, I don't think you can sell it here. I don't think so either. I feel like at this point in our lives, between the two of us, and even with a lot of the people that we mutually know together, we would have heard of someone doing this. Right? Right? <laughs> this is an excellent point. One of those guys from the gallery would have done this. We would have known somebody who sold their blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh. anyway. But yeah, so they're like budgeting, and she's like getting this dress and these like shoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... Haley's like doing the math in her head and she's like oh it's only gonna be this much like you'll have money left over and of course Brooke right away is like great alcohol no yeah. oh Brooke yeah uh, 
Oh, and then it's so everybody. Then, yeah, getting everyone's getting ready for the club opening. So, like, Peyton and Karen are getting things ready. Peyton's all stressed because she's like, oh my god, what if we forgot something? What if no one's gonna come? What if, like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, Lucas comes in and is all like, yeah. All I wrote down was Lucas. Ass. I mean, he's kind of being cutesy, but, you know, how we feel. So. Well, because he's doing that, he's like, oh man, like, you guys forgot something. Yeah. To take a deep breath. Ugh, bark. Yeah. Again, like, if Nathan did this to Haley, I would think it was adorable, probably. Adorable. <laughs> but then so, that is also. Clear bias is yeah. happening here. When Lucas is like, you guys have nothing to worry about, and he, like, takes them to the door, and there's, like, a massive lineup of, oh, like, yeah. Huge line. Everyone. Like, the entirety of Tree Hill. Yeah. <laughs> and Peyton's like, oh, cool. <laughs> and Haley's like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. Then we start bumping with the DJ. Start crying. Yeah, baby. Yep. I have so much to say about this entire night later on. This part, <laughs> DJ partying, makes sense. I get it. There's underage, there's, you know, the wristband yeah. people. Totally get it. Anyways. Well, it's hilarious because Brooke comes in with a bracelet on and yeah. Karen sees it and she's like, mm, come here. <laughs> <laughs> No bracelets for you. I know you're underage. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. And then Andy comes by. It's Karen and Peyton. Yeah. And we get another hilarious moment where Andy is talking to her and mentions little Lucas. And Peyton's like, say what now? <laughs> well, it's so funny. Cause she's like, uh, Lucas? And Karen's like, his words, not mine. <laughs> right? And it's like... Dude, that's kind of a major thing to just let slide and not correct somebody on. Yeah. And that's like, just I it, right? don't like... have a child. I have a, a grown child. Yes. <laughs> a driving, shaving, like, grown up. Like a child that's now taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's also just funny because Peyton's like, I don't know what, like, she kind of, basically she's trying to ask, like, if they're hooking up. Right. And, of course, Karen's like, oh, Peyton, oh, no, like, don't. But Peyton's just like, hey, I'm just trying to say that, like, he's a fox, like. Yeah. You know. Which, because un- until this point, like, Karen still doesn't know. She doesn't think she knows what she wants or what's going on. Right. Obviously, they're both interested in each other. They both want to be together. Yeah. But she's confused herself or just being oblivious. Yes. She has some hang-ups. Yeah. But they, they still don't fully understand. Yeah. But again, we'll get into that later. Yeah. So we see Keith and Jules arrive. I don't know if they talk to each other because that's all I have written down. <laughs> yes. They, they might arrive. just ignored it. They have a little bit more back and forth. Oh, like, did you have to cancel your date with your other boyfriend? Oh, right. Um, that's why I didn't write it down. <laughs> yeah. And then they get, like, VIP wristbands or something. And she's like, ooh, like, you know people, or I don't know, you know, something like that. Everybody in Tree Hill knows everybody else. Well, I mean, that too. <laughs> uh, oh, but then we see Brooke drinking outside. Yes. Already, Brooke. I know. Girl. Yeah. Uh, mouth ends up seeing her. 
And then Felix walks by with Teresa, who is wearing one of Brooke's old dresses. Yes. Brooke is not nice about it. No. I believe it was something about, like, I let you buy it before I knew what your ass would look like in it or (laughs) something like that. Yeah. So Teresa goes in and then Felix says something to her, to Brooke about, you know, how she wasn't supposed to care that he was there with somebody else. And she's just like, I thought you would have gone for someone with a little more class. And he's like, why? I have, you know, look it up with you. And I was like, honestly, Brooke deserved that a little bit in that moment. Yeah. Because she's not being real nice. Yep. And at, but at the very start of that scene, Mouth was like practicing. Oh, that's not right. Like, not pickup lines, but trying to practice what he was going to say to Brooke. Yeah. To be like, hey, like, let's go in together. Let's I forgot about go them. to a movie or something. But then, yeah, then like Felix swoops in and that happens. And just because we love Mouth, but also because that comes into play later. It does. Meanwhile, Haley is flipping out. Yes. She's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm pulling out. Like, I'm really sorry, but I fully can't do this. And at first, Peyton is like, dude, <laughs> I need you. Yeah. And then because she's a good friend, she's like, it's fine. I will figure it out. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Deb. Oh, yes. Deb and Karen. Arrives. Um, yeah, they just talk about, like, oh, look at the crowd. Like, I think every teenager from Tree Hill is here. Uh, and then they talk a little bit about Andy. <laughs> and Karen says something about how, you know, she hasn't told Andy yet about Lucas. And Deb's like, well, want to get a move on that because um, they are currently <laughs> talking to one another. <laughs> yeah. Sure enough, they're sitting at the bar. And we get Chatting. the best Karen's conversation. Like, ah. Well, yes, because so then we flip over to the two of them who yeah. we get to hear some of their conversation. And I can't remember who asks who. Lucas asks Andy. Okay. Like, how how do you end up here? Like, how did you get right. an invite or whatever? He's like, oh, I'm actually like. I'm dating the club owner or the woman the who, who runs this thing. Yeah. And. <laughs> Lucas oh, like Peyton. Oh, Peyton. Oh my god. And Andy's like, oh, the curly blonde girl. No, no, I don't think that cops would be too pleased about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's Karen, which is of course when Karen comes over. And then they're both like, oh. And Lucas is like, mom. mom? And Andy's like, mom. <laughs> Karen's like, hi, yes. <laughs> I see you've met my son. <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed watching that unfold. It was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then Keith and Jules meet Deb, and he introduces Jules to his <laughs> girlfriend. Barfity bar. Does he? Yes. I thought she introduced herself. Oh, yeah, sorry. She, she says girlfriend yes. when he's introducing her. Which is pertinent fact later on. 
But then she's like, goes to get them drinks, and Keith and Karen hug, or Keith and Deb hug, because Deb's like, I'm glad that, yep. like, you know, things are finally going your way and you get to be happy. But then Karen sees them hugging. <sighs> yes. Uh-oh. <sighs> oh, and then Chris Keller's a douchebag. Yeah. Um, and basically, because, yeah, Nathan and Haley are talking, and he's just like, hmm, cool. You know, I guess I was wrong about you because you bailed. And just, like, walks away, and you're like, mm. Yeah. Well, he also makes a crack about how they're married in high school, and he's yeah. like, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> and on the one hand, I don't want to agree with Chris Keller, and he is wrong in this scenario. <laughs> but um, as a general yes. consensus, I feel like he's yeah. fairly correct. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, then, oh, my God, that's when Anna shows up. Yep. <laughs> oh, I just don't even. Right? Because, of course, then Lucas is like, oh, like, you know, you look good, whatever. And they, like, talk about having their first dance. But then they're like, oh, like, do friends just have first dances? It's like, yeah, but you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. Right. It's not that you're just friends. Or that, like, you have to have the label of, like, we are officially boyfriend and girlfriend and we would make that our status on the thing like it's right in any case they get interrupted yeah by felix who has somehow gotten a hold of this photo booth picture with a topless anna on it so she kept that half right so it was somewhere but where would it have her been? stuff right so he would have had to go through her shit right yes like, there's no way she was just keeping that out in the open. Yeah, it wasn't just, like, on her dresser or something. No. Yeah. Also, he's like, what the hell is this? I'm like, didn't you make this dare? Wasn't this your idea? Yes. Like, suddenly you're mad now because it's your sister? Yes. That is correct. I really hate guys like that. Like, just mm-hmm. you douchebag. Yeah. <sighs> so they get into it. They end up going outside. Yeah. And he starts, like, talking about how, like, this kind of behavior is exactly why they had to move and blah, 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 blah. This is what happened last time. It's all very cryptic. Yeah. That's why we had to move. The people talk. Yeah. Rumors. And she's like, well, like, they were just rumors. And he's like, yeah, but, like, a rumor starts somewhere. And you're just like, hmm. Yeah, he's a dick. So at this point, we're just supposed to assume that, like, people thought she was slutty in their I old guess. Town, I guess. I suppose that that is what we're meant to assume here. Which, why is that a reason to move? Yeah, like, I feel like as a, if you were a teenager to the point where it caused your entire family to move, you'd have to be pretty slutty if they were moving just because you were slutty. Right? Like, like rural slutty. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Questionable. Agreed. I know there's more to this story, but as it stands, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, even with what it ends up being. Oh, yes, I know. I have opinions about that. Yes. (sighs) I know you do. (laughs) Because you should. In the meantime, Peyton introduces Chris Keller. And Brooke, Brooke is, is super drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
he starts playing. No one's really paying attention. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I'm not here for this. You guys aren't ready for this. And he walks off stage. Yeah. And Peyton is like, what the hell yeah. is going on? So, of course, like, she kind of apologized, you know, apologized. But then, like, Karen goes up and she's like, oh, well, you know, like, a." Sorry about that. I don't really know what that was. But then, like, a free round to everybody. And then, like, everyone cheers. And Peyton's like, it's all ages. And she's like, no, no, no. Juice, 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 juice. Free round of juice. <laughs> and then, like, Peyton and Chris Keller are getting into it. Mm-hmm. I do love when that's when she calls him out for talking in the third person. <laughs> yes, I love that, too. She's like, you should have told me that you weren't going to play for this crowd. And also that you like to speak in the third person. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a valid criticism uh, but valid then criticism Haley goes up there yes and starts playing yeah and then Peyton kind of talks to Chris about like oh like did you do this to like get her to play or whatever and he's like Chris Keller ain't telling yeah now let's just think back to the rest of the night at this point this place has been bumping yes we were talking DJ dancing, like uh-huh. whether you were underage yeah. or not, like it would have been fun. And then Haley comes on, uh-huh. performs beautifully, mm-hmm. but it is a solo, keyboard only, mm-hmm. slow, quiet mm-hmm. love song ballad. Oh yeah, like totally changes the vibe. Like downer. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, everyone seemed really pumped about it. They did. I mean, kudos to the crowd. And it was just, like, so weird because everyone was just like, yeah. Oons, 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 oons. <laughs> and then they all just stopped and stood there and watched her sing, like, semi acapella by herself. <laughs> You're just like, okay, not really. Not that the trick isn't for that, but it just wasn't, maybe this night wasn't for that. Yeah, oh. it was definitely a strange... Uh, and, like, not that it also would have been for Chris Keller with his acoustic guitar, either. Oh, no, for sure. Like, it was just... You know. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. But, you know... I guess movie magic. <laughs> or whatever. <sighs> we got a little moment with Lucas and Nathan. Oh, yeah. Where Lucas is like, you did a good thing for her, Nate. At this point, he still would not, he wouldn't be at camp yet. Right. <clears throat> so, like, technically, right now. Right. W-T-F. <laughs> and, like, what, if she moved in with Karen, like, she would be allowed to bring her keyboard? Like... I don't understand the problem here. Yeah. And Karen seems like a pretty understanding person. She was letting Jake keep Jenny at the cafe. Like, right. Pretty sure she would let Haley sing some tunes. Also, doesn't the cafe like have a piano? Right. Whatever. I'm going to have to let this go because this is going to (laughs) continue. (laughs) 
Brooke has run out of her own booze, so yes. she is now stealing an entire bottle of booze from the bar. <laughs> oh, and then this is when Mouth sees her and like comes and tells her that he likes her dress and that she looks beautiful. Yeah. And then she says that he's just a wonderful little brother. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a whole drunk, sad situation. It really is. <laughs> then my next note is something annoying between Jules and Keith. <laughs> and then barf. <laughs> oh, uh, Jules just looks to Keith and goes like, oh, she's good. Because at this point, like, Haley's still playing over all of this. Okay. Um, I forgot that. And that he says funny. something about, like, yeah, you know, he knows her or, yeah, she's good or something like that. It could have also gone further than that. That was all I wrote down because I also just didn't care. <laughs> I think she says something like, I have to bring my other boyfriends or something. Yes, yes like, she does. Like, just let the bit die, please. Yeah. It wasn't a good bit to begin with. One time? Fine. Seven times? No. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Everyone applauds for Haley. Yay! Yeah. Anna ends up apologizing to Lucas for what happened with Felix. Yes. <sighs> he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, he's being real smug about it. And she's just like, what? He's like, I, I'd like to see that picture again. <laughs> oh my god. I forgot about that. And even though that is so, like, douchey, it was, it was actually, I will give Lucas that, like, it was kind yeah. of cute the way he was just like, well, you know, I'd, uh, I'd like to see that picture again. And you can tell yeah. she's just like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) So then Mouth and Felix get into it. Yeah. Because Brooke is drunk and Mouth is sad. Yeah. And he's like, What are you doing to Brooke? And then then we find out that Felix is the one who paid the dollhouse and now I did have this question actually last week I don't think I said anything but I was like how did Mouth afford this like this woman paid nearly $500 for this dollhouse well I had our answer I I had thought Felix had paid for it as well but then Mouth was like oh here then I was like oh maybe I misremembered that but I actually didn't remember about this at all but no yeah so it came later yeah and so Mouth is fully like I know you care about her like I know Mm mm-hmm I know you do that. Like, why else would you pay for the dollhouse? Yeah. So then Felix is annoyed. So he just like gives mouth a shove, obviously because Felix does like her and Brooke is just yeah, pushing him as far away as possible. Yeah. Felix shoves mouth and Lucas is like, bro. <laughs> I mean, Lucas has already pissed off Felix, right? Like now yeah. he just has an excuse to punch him. <laughs> yeah. Except that he sees his mom and he's like, Okay. Like, here. you're lucky. I'm not going to do this here. And Felix is like, well, unlucky for you, I am. <laughs> oh. So there's a brawl. Yeah. Uh, Andy pulls Lucas off. Keith wrangles Felix outside. Yeah. Felix has this hilarious line where he's like, oh, I forgot everyone here is related. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he said something, but I couldn't remember what it was. He has some good lines. Like as annoying as he is, yeah, he, he does get some good lines. He he calls Tree Hill out for what Tree oh, Hill yeah. is. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. 
And then we go to, like, after the club is closed? Yeah. Because, like, Lucas and Karen are just talking. Yeah. And he apologizes, and she grounds him and yeah. takes away his cell phone, his music, and his car. Yeah. It's like, his music? It's going to haul, so like, do people 200 take, do people CDs out. take cell phones away? Yeah. Seems like they wouldn't. <laughs> Not anymore, no. Well, no, because at least if you took a cell phone away back in 2006, there was probably a payphone you could use. Yeah, like it wasn't now where it's sort of become more of a safety and security thing. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, he's grounded. But then he and Anna talk, and they're just like, oh, like, where are we? I don't know. Like, let me know. And then she kisses him as if oh, that's, that's meant right. to be like a, yeah. okay, so call me because we're going to keep figuring things out or something. And you're just like, okay. Yeah. Oh, and then Andy and Karen talk. Yes. So he's like, I said something about how the t-shirt's going to fit a little snug. (laughs) He's like, why didn't you just tell me that your child was a teenager? Well, because he says, like, it doesn't matter. And she's like, well, it matters to me. And then, like, I totally get it. Because, like, growing up where she did, like, you know, it was a whole thing because she was Mm -hmm. like... I mean, technically a teen mom, um, and all that kind of stuff. But he's just like, you know, and he's you know, like, I like you. And then she, even she's like, I like you, but like, look at us. And then she like turns to the, like, look in like the bar mirror as if to show that like, right. She looks old and right. haggard compared to his young baby face. I was watching this with my sister and she was like, they look the same age. And I was like, I know. If anything, I would maybe even say he could look a year or two older than her. It makes zero sense to me. I don't understand what they're doing here. I don't understand what's happening. And because, again, like, we've done the math. Like, yeah. there's no way that they're more than eight years apart nope. and not, like, an inappropriate eight years, you know? Right. If like he a was... 28 and 36 eight years. Yeah, which is fully mm-hmm. appropriate. Like, but at least it's they... It's fine. Yeah, they do, they, they do kiss and, like, say that they like each other. And... Yes. It ends well, well like, but it's it doesn't, just like it doesn't matter. Like if yeah. the only thing that matters is if it matters to you, because if it matters to you, then we have a problem here. Yeah. But it doesn't matter to me. Nope. Meanwhile, Haley has like a little like line of people that are just like coming by to be like, "Oh, you're so great." <laughs> I know. Just all these random people are coming to shake her hand. Yeah, which is a fully normal thing. Yep. Because she sang a slow love ballad at party night. Mm-hmm. Whatever, it's fine. Yep. Chris Keller comes by, because he's still there, even though he yes. didn't play. Yep. Because he wants to work with her, obviously. Yeah. Like, he was clearly scheming this the whole time. Yeah. He said he has some studio time coming up. and. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when Haley goes, oh my god. I forgot that Sad wanted to interview me for their magazine. (laughs) And again, absolutely, yes. Little artist feature in local music magazine, for sure. But it it was just such a, like, oh my god, like, I have to go do a Rolling Stone interview. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. And then that's, of course, when Chris Keller stirs the pot and tells Nathan that, like, every guy there, like, has the hots for for Haley. You're just like... And you're just like, Chris Keller, just because you do, doesn't mean everyone else does. Mm. I mean, you know what? Fair. Like, 
Haley's a babe. But yeah. But yeah, again, nothing about her performance screamed. I mean, right. Well, whatever. It's not like she did a full-blown, like, Britney toxic situation. Right? Right. (laughs) Anyway. Bouth ends up taking a very drunk Brooke home. Tucks her in. Oh, he's so cute. He tells you he loves her. Yeah. She's fully passed out. Yeah. Yeah. And then Felix comes from some door somewhere. Okay, so, like, at first I was so confused, right? Because I was, like, when Mouth brought her in in the first place, I was like, wait, does every single one of these teenagers have a door that leads off of, like, that goes, like, a bedroom door that goes outside? But I actually think it's just the hallway. But it really just looked like a window because it has, like, a curtain it's, over it. It was very weird. And then I was confused because, like, well, if she still lives in her house, wouldn't she be on the second floor somewhere? You would think. So, yeah, I yeah I saw that and was confused as well. I'm, just, I'm so glad we were both equally confused by this. <laughs> Either way, Felix comes by. Mouth is basically done with Felix, which, like, thank God. Hmm. Because Felix is all, like, trying to be, oh, I owe you an apology, like, I do care, and blah, 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 blah. And Mouth's like, I don't want to be friends, just, like, treat her right. Yeah. You know? So, of course, Mouth leaves, and that's when Brooke wakes up. So she definitely thinks Felix brought her home. Yeah, she's like, you took care of me? Yeah. I, I... That's what I have written down. Nope. Brooke deserves better. Yep. Mo. I hate this relationship. Better. I hate this relationship. I know. Back at the club, yeah. Deb and Karen are talking. They're just talking about how the night went, blah, 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 blah. Yep. And then Karen straight up asks Deb about Keith she's like Dan told me something crazy it's probably a lie because everything that comes out of his mouth very frequently is yeah he said something about you sleeping with Keith like was that true I Deb lies to her (sighs) which I I don't think I remembered and like now this is just gonna fucking I definitely didn't remember until she asked her about it, and I was like, "Yeah, mm. yeah." As soon as Deb's she like, said no, I was like, <gasps> "Right." Yep. So obviously now this is gonna blow up in everybody's face. Like yes. you had a chance to come clean. Yeah. And it would have been fine. Like, would Karen have been upset? Probably. Yeah. But also, she could be like, "Both of us were in a really bad place," which is true. Yep. Like Karen had just turned Keith down from his proposal, and Deb was having whatever messy shit is always going on with Dan Yep, and they got a little drunk and they had sex and it didn't mean anything yep. because sometimes stupid grown ups when they're in bad places get drunk and have sex they shouldn't be having Yep. okay it just happens <laughs> but now it's going to be a whole thing because she's going to be like I straight up asked you to your face and you lied to me yeah and like Deb makes a big point about because Karen's like can I ask you something she's like 
like we're like we're friends like mm-hmm. of course you can ask me anything or like mm-hmm. we can talk about anything and you're like it would be better if you didn't make such a big deal about how you were friends. Mm-hmm. So, and then I'll take over so that you can go barf. Um, Keith and Jules. <laughs> Keith has brought Jules home. All I wrote down was ugh. Um, and then, but then this is where she's like, "So you called me your girlfriend?" And I was like, "False." But that's right. Like, yeah, she said it. That's that's why I got confused because of this part. And I was like, "Oh, okay." No, I was like, that is patently false. And I I don't know if... I do think that was done intentionally. Yes, absolutely. But I was like, this manipulative little bitch. Gaslighting. Um, I saw the most ridiculous joke about gaslighting. Um, and it goes, have you heard the joke about gaslighting? No. Yeah, you have. <laughs> so i was like oh god um but then she's like okay so like what do you think about being exclusive what do you think about being exclusive blah blah and then they're like okay yeah like let's be exclusive be my boyfriend then she's like do you want to sleep over a boyfriend barf 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 thanks i hate it yep burfity burf So then, apparently Haley's interview with Thud is lasting 5,000 hours. Yeah. Because Nathan is at home waiting for her. See, I was so confused about what the timeline here was supposed to be because his clock is reading. I can't even remember what his clock said. 2.38 a.m. Okay. Okay. So I was like, A, why would he leave without her? That's just weird to me. Because presumably they were just out late, no? If the clock yeah, like closed, were... even if it's an all-ages night, surely they were open until at least 1 a.m. Yeah. Well, and even then, like just like lucas was staying there right and like hanging out like, like Peyton, Peyton was still, was hanging still out. there like if Haley was there like no one would have made lucas leave like while weird, they were closing right? whatever it's obviously meant to be this whole thing where he's like he's like lying there on his yeah. own like tossing his basketball in the air and he's obviously like oh i'm so alone yeah dude it's probably been like 30 minutes calm down right but also what could she possibly be doing there well, that's just it. It's, it's, it's setting up the whole thing because Chris Keller said what Chris Keller said. So then now Nathan's all like, oh, maybe she's out partying with guys. Like I said, I hate the storyline. I know. <sighs> so then Peyton and Haley are on their way out. Yeah. And right. like, Rick is still there? Why so yeah, is so Rick like, there? So like, Peyton basically at this point is shutting the club down, which that is incorrect. She is not allowed to do that by herself because she is underage. <laughs> she cannot lock those doors by herself. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but then she's like, oh, yeah, I just have to get rid of these, like, stragglers. And then she goes in, and that band manager that she did coke with and some of his people are all, like, yeah, like in the back room doing coke. And, of course, the other people are like, oh, no. And then he's like, oh, no, like, these girls are cool. Peyton did lines with us the other day. And Haley was looking at her like, oh, my God. Yeah, Haley's like, what? And Peyton's like, <gasps> and then that's not even how it. <laughs> I know. That's not even how it ends. It ends with Lucas and Felix. Yeah. I totally Just thought it was over. Like, Stay away from me, Anna. I thought it was over too. <laughs> I'd like started working again. I'd like turned and like set my pen down. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, he's just like, what did he say? Like, stay away from my sister or something? I can't even remember what he said. Because I was just, I was so confused that the episode was still going. And also, I just felt like that last scene was kind of actually an unnecessary scene because I think Felix starting made his feelings on that perfectly clear. Yeah. Or if anything, like, it should have happened before the scene with Peyton and Haley. Right. Or before before the scene with Nathan. So, like, Lucas and Felix, oh, stay away from my sister. And then Nathan being like, oh, where's Haley? And then show Haley and Peyton coke. Yeah. Over. Who edited this episode? See, this is why. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And that's where our episode ends. Mm-hmm. Bizarrely. Yeah. We have no one new this episode. Nope. Um... There wasn't even anything particularly high schooly this episode, like. No, like because we don't even really see, aside from like Brooke, Brooke and her fake fundraising, fun, fake fundraising. Yeah, we don't really see school. So aside from the fact that like it was an all ages club and people had like wristbands, yeah, you know. Um, but that's not even a high school thing in America. That's halfway through, three quarters of the way through university. Um, right. Um, not in Manitoba. <laughs> not even in anywhere in Canada. Yeah. No, but like, like I could, I could legally drink in high school because of when my birthday is. Oh, right, right, right. Because because in Manitoba like it was eighteen. Yeah. Like in Quebec, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I always forget that Manitoba is also eighteen because Quebec is just Quebec. Because well, um, Manitoba is like little Quebec. Yeah. Valid. Um. And I don't know. Is Saskatchewan 19? I have absolutely no idea. I don't know either. Because that, like, if we were if they were the, if we were the same, that would make more sense to me. But if we're different, then I'm like, what are those weird Saskatchewan nights doing? <laughs> they always do their own thing. It's cool. It's cool. Um, I don't know what other notes I had down because the podcast has joined us. So, well, who do we think was the most annoying? Jules? Jules? Yeah, Jules. Uh, yeah, no, it was Jules. Just Jules, because, like, not just because the bit was the most irritating oh, thing yeah. on the planet, but because she deliberately manipulated Keith, and I hate yeah. her for it. And, like, at least the Felix stuff is just, we now know that there is a backstory that we don't know. Right. So, like, maybe everything he, he's doing is valid, but we don't know. True. I mean, we know it's not, but we yeah. well, don't yeah, we know. technically know at this point. But at this point... Everything that he's doing in regards to Anna, not necessarily the friends with benefits situation. Yes. But in regards and to Anna. And he has at least demonstrated in this episode that he genuinely does care about Brooke. Like, yeah. I yeah, still he's just trying to follow her rules. Yeah. But, yeah. Was there a quote of the episode? I, um, I actually had the one from Mouth just at the end. It was just like, Good night, Brooke. I love you. Just because I was Aww. just so like, it was just yeah. such a like mouth. Yeah. And like we're you know we're getting more mouth. We are, like officially for sure know now that like he definitely wants to be with Brooke, but like mm-hmm. she sees another brother, and then like you know, and he's realized that like Felix is the douchebag, and it's just yeah. I was just like no. But what did you have? I had Karen telling Dan, "You're creeping everybody out." <laughs> I thought it was hilarious and she says it in such a like matter of fact manner like yeah. it's just so good <sighs> did you have a song of the episode I mean I guess the one at the end just cause it's kind of like yeah. the montage song 
um, so what was it? Proof by I Am Clute. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nothing else really like. I know, right? Like nothing super stood out really. There's a stereogram. Interesting movies, for like, yeah, nothing, an episode yeah. that is about a musical club. Yeah. But what else? Well, yeah, like there's been so many other like party episodes where there have been actual like party like radio party jams that people know yeah um but this one the dj was all stuff that wasn't like you know top 40 type stuff yeah um, but Haley's song was actually bethany joy lens um her own song so oh nice well yeah. there you go shout out to her then yeah i think a lot of that stuff so like her stuff and then the chris keller is like mm-hmm. actually theirs just like how oh, jake's nice. stuff right. was actually his Right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And that's it. That's our episode. Oh, man. What, what happens next? <laughs> this is what happens every time. I'm always like, I don't even know what could I happen. I truly don't know. I just don't know. Do you know Cypher? No. Like, I just obviously, obviously Haley and Chris Keller are going to start making music together. Um, and that's going to become a thing. I guess Felix and Brooke are probably on their way to being like officially a couple. I'm kind of looking at something here and it's all just random, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming uh, something is going to happen with like Peyton having done coke, even though I feel like this is such a blip that we could probably just ignore it. Yeah, definitely something with Peyton and coke, but then also Karen and Andy continue and then something right. with Lucas and Dan. Horrible. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, Lucas and Dan and Nathan. I hate this storyline too. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to know uh, what that's about, <laughs> join come us back next, next week. week. <laughs> and we will talk about all of the other storylines that we hate. In season mm-hmm. two of One Tree Hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see you then. Bye.